When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tuesday morning, if you can tell by the sound of my voice, my vocal cords are still relaxed. <laughs> They're still chilling. My, my vocal cords have literally just woken up. I usually get up pretty fucking early. Um, yesterday I was up at 6 a.m. And then today I woke up in a tizzy. I don't know if anyone's ever woken up in a tizzy where you wake up and you think your life is ending. <laughs> I thought that was like a word for like a cage or something that you sleep in. <laughs> like an actual thing? <laughs> yeah. I woke up in a tizzy. <laughs> my guy who slept over last night must have put me in my tizzy. I was stuck in a tizzy. <laughs> this is the voice of John Gabris here on the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Yeah. Sorry for jumping in, but you no, looked directly in. at yeah, me. Yeah, look right so, into yeah. your soul. <laughs> I don't know I, the protocol. I, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the protocol is either. I mean, you're here. Why, why am I going to not talk to you? I was hoping you had to do like 45 minutes up top about your act specifically what if i did that what if i had you on the podcast and i just there are huge like a lot of podcasts do that where you're like why am i here for this part yeah they just talk over you the whole time like they just talk and you don't you don't they have like a standard intro and they're like oh we're recording at eight can you get there at eight and then you don't really join the podcast till like 8 30 but yeah it's like what's the point of me being here for your your whole thing that i'm not even a part of comics are rare can you stop talking i have to go into something else Brought to you by Mattress Company. <laughs> Brought to you by some generic mattress company. I have never been hungover from Memorial Day, but I am today off of edibles. So you are weed hungover. Yeah, it's a weird hangover. Because it's like, I feel like coffee usually undoes my weed hangover. If I have had too many edibles the night before, coffee will be the only thing that will bounce me back out. It just feel you feel fuzzy, right? Yeah, I feel like, I feel so happy and fuzzy. Right, but there's no stomach issue, which is hangovers, like drinking hangovers oh, now God, for me. Oh, that's the worst. I can handle the headache, but it's just like, I can't have diarrhea until I know. four in the afternoon. I have, I'm an adult. You can't have like, <laughs> you can't have poopy soup, soupy poops. Yeah, you can't be fucking making <laughs> hot bud mud all afternoon. I'm literally writing down hot bud mud on my, butt mud on my notepad. <laughs> I just like the way that rolled right off your tongue. <laughs> You'll need that for later when you go up at Rafifi. <laughs> I so yesterday morning I was walking my dogs and this two dogs three three dogs it's an issue. I'm a hoarder so you literally come with baggage I literally come with, with poopy baggage doggy baggage I well the, three small dogs well the story is I have a pit bull and a ch- little chihuahua okay are you one of those racist people oh yeah the pit bulls are only for blacks yeah. No. <laughs> I the third dog I acquired because I was going to give it to my dad as a gift. He didn't want it. Oh, okay. So I kept trying to guilt him into keeping her. I was like, "She's going to get euthanized on Monday if you don't keep her. Like I have to give her back, and they're going to kill her." And he's like, "Stop it! Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a hundred percent serious. She's going to die. She's unlovable. You have to keep her." And he would he wouldn't keep her. So I I like, what am I going to do? Give this dog back? Was the dog really on the chopping block, or is that something? No. Else? Are you See, kidding me? That's- She's- that's such so much pressure you put on your father. I know, but I'm the youngest. I learned how to manipulate a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Here's your gift, Dad. It's a life commitment, and if you don't take it, <laughs> it dies. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you, Jessime. <laughs> That's like, oh, hey, it's my dad's birthday, so I walked up to him with a kitten with a gun to its head. <laughs> Choose now. How did you know what I did last year? <laughs> Choose your own adventure. You want the red pill or the blue pill, Pop? <laughs> oh, my God. Fluffy's dead. Yeah, your sister's like, I got him a tie. <laughs> I feel like my so- gifts are interactive and make you feel really bad about yourself. If you my say gifts no. are morality plays. <laughs> yeah, so I was walking my three dogs, and there's a B side to the story, but the, the flip side of the story, what happened to me, is this guy walked by, this... Um, it was just this like thin black dude walking. Oh, so you're one of those racists. I'm so racist. Uh, it's just a black guy walking by, and um, he said "white devil," and I just was like, mm, I don't know if that was for me. 
you know, because there was another white person, but like far, far off in the distance. Maybe I was like, maybe he meant it for that person. I don't oh, know weird. why he would just walk by and call me the white devil because he looked like a pretty sane human being. Were you counting money? Were you like ninety nine, one hundred dollars <laughs> made off the shoulders of black people today? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay. Well, then maybe I know that would have made sense. <laughs> that would have been fair, right? Right. <laughs> and I, Were you walking three dogs talking on a Bluetooth, holding a giant iced coffee? <laughs> Because that truly is like the white. That is the a most. Dirty chai latte. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Were you walking three labradoodles <laughs> saying I can't even? Were you in head to toe Lululemon giant sunglasses, <laughs> the sides of your bras showing, and a giant wicker hat like a uh, day laborer? <laughs> Did you have a fresh gel manicure and smell like juicy couture? Were you on your way to get a blowout at the blow dry bar? Did your ass have sweatpants on it that said pink? <laughs> Fuck. It's never going to stop. Yeah. We seem to know a lot about white chicks. <laughs> Did you hear that noise? That yeah, that sounded me. good. <laughs> so this guy says Spiders this. crawled out of your mouth when you coughed when you made that noise. <laughs> oh my God, the edibles are definitely still effective. Um, so then he leaves, right? And I'm walking. And like 20 minutes later, he passes me closer, like six feet away this time. Yells at me. You're the fucking white devil and spits at my feet. Oh, shit. I know. Spits at my feet. And I was just like, <laughs> what is going on on Memorial Day? Why is this person so angry? And then I realized it was the same dude from a few days ago who, this is not actions of a person who's who's mentally stable. I was, my dog, my pit. You mean walking three dogs? What's about to, what I'm oh, about no, to tell him, you. Him. Yeah, that part. Yeah. Me, in general, not mentally stable. <laughs> All right, fair enough. What I'm about to tell you about this guy did three days, three days prior no, not mentally stable as well. So my pipple's shitting, right? This guy from t- from Memorial Day walks up, and it's this whole parkway. There's so much space, and it's empty. It's like six o'clock in the morning. You're walking your dog on the side of a parkway. It's like a it's like a, a bike path. Oh, okay. And okay. like you know, white people walk with their lattes. All right, fair enough. I know. <laughs> you're t- oh, keep, I know where you're talking we're about. We're just gonna keep it purely racist. I guess parkway on in New York is a fr- parkway. Yeah. is a totally yeah. 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 L A. This parkway. is freeway. Yeah, exactly. L A. is freeway. This Sorry. is like a like a park, like a legitimate park with okay. a bike path and like a grass area. So this guy has all this space. Comes up behind me, is, is walking right towards me. I'm like, what is this guy doing? Walks up and brushes against my pit bull, who was crapping. He actually. Touched my dog with his leg as he walked because he walked by him so close. Bold, he's trying to get a. Bold. Fu- he's trying to get a. He's lawsuit. trying to get some shit going. And Carlin, who's not an aggressive dog, he scared him and he turned around and Carlin went to attack him. And I had to like hold Carlin back. And normally Carlin will shake himself out like, "Oh, I don't attack people," and he stops. Yeah. He kept going after the guy, and I had to like hold him. And the guy was like, "You motherfucker!" Oh. And it's the same dude from Memorial Day. Holy shit! So that white devil interaction was the second interaction you yes. had with him, but it didn't it didn't dawn on you until the third it interaction, right? And he, this guy also did the same thing to my boyfriend like two weeks ago. It just my boyfriend was walking by and he was just like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, just because they were passing, and the guy's like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" No. So it's gotten progressively worse. So I don't know what, what would you do? Should I call the cops? I don't. I don't know. That's a good question. I guess you can't really do anything like preemptively, right? right? Because it's not like he, he hasn't done anything illegal. Yeah, I mean, bumping into your dog, you can, uh, you know, exacerbate that to something illegal. You can make it sound illegal when you tell. Spitting at you is fucking gross. That's but don't illegal. you think this is a this is behavior of a person who's capable of doing something worse? Oh yeah, 100%. right. I don't think he's peeking at spitting at your feet. <laughs> I don't think he's like the worst thing I've done recently. Is spit at a strange white devil's feet. Yeah, that's not that's not where it ends for him. I feel like I just had like this. I image. think he wants your dog to attack him. I do too. And then he can somehow guilt you into give him a couple hundred bucks or something. Right, like which that. I wouldn't. Right. You know. Uh, maybe one of your maybe Hicks or Kinnison, one of your other two dogs, would attack him. <laughs> Hicks. Hicks or Kinnison? Do you know I want to name my cat Kinnison when I get a cat? <laughs> I just guessed that based on Carlin is the name of your and dog. Chaplin. Is it really? Yeah, Carlin Chaplin. and Chaplin. And then Bunny is the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> name from name from Mabel Bunny, one of the first African American female stand ups in, in the Chitlin circus. <laughs> oh my god. Dogs named Bunny, I'm a fan. That's fun. That's to kinda me. cute. That's so cute. Right? That is so my dog's name is Arthur. 
Arthur? Yes. What kind of dog is he? He's a Boston Terrier. Oh, God, you're so white. I'm so white. You're well, so white, but you I, don't look so white. You look kind of like Albanian. What yeah. are you? What's Gabrus? See, that's the thing. We don't know what Gabrus is because my dad doesn't know his real dad, really. Oh, God, that got so sad so early <laughs> in the morning. Hey, you're telling me. <laughs> uh, Comedy! <laughs> why is my last name Gabrus? Because everyone's making fun of me in junior high for having this name. Well, you know, my father, who abandoned me, had that name, so I kept it. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, Dad. <laughs> Let's I'm play. writing this down. Uh, let's pay I like it. all the sad stuff. <laughs> let's pay it forward, Pop. Um, so you really don't know... You, are you going to do the ancestry thing? We could, Yeah, I think so. I think it's like Eastern European of some sort. But my mom's Italian, so, and I look like her. So I have like the dark... People say I look Greek or You Albanian, look like 100% I'm, Russian. Yeah. <laughs> That's because I'm fucking... Uh, you've shot this all through a dash cam. That's because I'm wearing... <laughs> Head-to-toe Pumas jumpsuit. <laughs> and you're just... You're I have a shaved head and like a thick red nose. And a big-ass gold chain around your neck. <laughs> yeah, everything I know about any ethnicity is from the 10 years I lived in Brooklyn. It's always like... But that's really... It's a good gauge. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I know how Bangladeshi people dress. Yeah, people you like, really what? do. Because <laughs> yeah. I've got people, stereotypes for all types of... <laughs> people hang on to their cultures in New York because they oh, yeah. can. You can because you move into a... You uh, move into, move the into the an enclave of like, yeah. thank God we don't have to speak anything but whatever our... Yeah. <laughs> can't even be racist i don't even know you no, you're trying so hard <laughs> dancing i'm trying so hard to come across as racist it's usually not this difficult in the, this early in the morning usually someone doesn't see my bumper sticker <laughs> i'm racist honk if you're racist you're still a chinaman to me <laughs> like, why you, orientals I'm holding my on. dad says orientals yeah my mom does too but I, honestly it's not from a place a place of disrespect my no, mom it's just, doesn't it's have, like ignorance right my mom said Someone, she said fake. I shouldn't even. My mom's a professor. Maybe I'll just back off. Like she say it. Say <laughs> no, it. No, but like we grew up. I thought fagula was okay to call gay people fagulas. Fagulas. Yeah. Have you ever even heard what? of that? Does that sound like some real guinea? Like it's like it's like half Italian, half Italian, half Yiddish. It's like Long Island. Uh, it's like Long Island Fagulas. slang. Yeah. Oh, he's a fagula. Oh my god. <laughs> there needs to be a musical called the Fagulas. Oh, I would watch it. I would write that down. Jewish. Gay. I'm just writing everything down. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Is this for the quiz at the end? Or yeah, is I'm gonna this quiz for, you. Or you go up and do this act after? I, actually, I, I, this is how I get on my new material. <laughs> so I don't know my real dad. He's a fagula. <laughs> I heard he's a fagula. Je- I don't think Jessamay's doing Gabrus's bits, but she's doing bits as if she's Gabrus. It's very complicated. I heard the podcast, and I think this is the whole conversation they had. Um, yeah, so I would say watch your back around that guy, for sure. I just, I, It's been three weeks and three encounters that have each escalated into something worse the next time. Yeah, that's bad news. Getting spit on is like one of the gr- grossest things that right, can happen Right, it's like Memorial you. Day. Come on. Come Do this on. on a regular Support day. Support the troops. Not on my holiday. <laughs> yeah, not, my, <laughs> yeah. not on my day. <laughs> but um, I forgot that you were ROTC in the Air Force. Hello. Can't you tell by these scars? <laughs> no one can see your emotional no scars. No one can see the emotional ones or the appendix. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't even have an appendix scar. Do you? No. Do you have your appendix out? Nope. I have plenty of room for all my organs in my body. <laughs> People take appendixes out of other people and put them in me. It's like Gabriel will keep them warm. You he's got, got so pocket. much. He's got so much fucking girth. <laughs> we girth. can fill him up with other. You do have girth. I have. I'm a girthy guy. <laughs> Are you married? Yes, I am. I'm just. I uh, grew uh, out of my. I'm not wearing my ring. I know. Uh, it just you were fumbling on it. Yeah, I was waiting to see what your situation was. <laughs> Why don't you? Are you one of these guys that's like, I don't like jewelry? I do not like jewelry. My wedding ring is the only piece of jewelry I've ever worn, but it's mostly because I've put on a little weight and outgrew my wedding ring. Wow. Yeah. Have you outgrown your marriage? Uh, not yet. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, my size is probably affecting my marriage. But <laughs> <laughs> really? So you're just like, uh, I'm just going to wait. I, I'm wearing my dad. My, it's my dad's wedding ring, and I really like it, and I don't want to get another one or. You don't want to touch it to resize it either. Yeah, I resized it once already and I'm worried. So I'm like, oh, I'll just put it back on when I lose some weight. But I'm also... No, I haven't thought about it until about just losing now. Weight? No, yeah, oh. I definitely haven't thought about it. No, I haven't thought about the ring, but I certainly haven't thought about losing weight. Wow. <laughs> it doesn't cross my mind all too often, except when my knees hurt after one flight of stairs. <laughs> Why do you think you've put weight on? Is it like an emotional thing? No, I think I just put weight on because I... Uh, the transition to LA has made me, made me super lazy. That's right. Like, when did you move here? A couple of years ago now. I think it's almost four now. Yeah, I'm two. Yeah. And uh, I got, you know, I've always been a, uh, smoking a lot of weed, but here it's just a more abundant. 
It's and, so easily attained here. Yeah, and you had such a, I had such a, not a regimen is not the right word, uh, routine. routine. I had such yeah. a routine in New York where I kind of figured it all out. And here I just have not developed a positive routine. Well, it's difficult because it's not conducive. I mean, there's so much outdoor stuff you can do, but you have to get in your car to get there. Right. So it's not like you can be active immediately. Yeah, you, you have, have like, to have like a strict routine. I have like routine. this cool little gym in Brooklyn that I would go to and I loved it so much. You and could then, probably walk there, yep, take the train yeah, there. Yeah, ride my bike over there. Uh, and now here in L.A., I'm just like, eh, I'll watch another episode of Lady Dynamite. Yeah, it's definitely a more uh, sedentary lifestyle. Yeah, it's also just like easier to stay in your house here. It is. In like New York, you have to like get out of your house because it's too small. Or, and maybe it's also, I mean, there's no denying that I moved to L.A. when I was 30 and I'm now 30. Like those are also the years yeah. in which you famously slow down. Yes, and, you do. And uh, also like it's all just hap- happened at once and like busy with career quote-unquote uh career and uh, you know doing, <laughs> the title of your doing morning doing morning podcasts <laughs> <laughs> why did we do 10 a.m someone sent the email it's like jessamay's looking to work earlier and i can i only i mean i live around the block from this place okay good so i was okay, like good. i could so do 10 a.m yeah, okay yeah. good so at least we'll both have a productive day today yes totally i'm going I mean, to see I'm x-men <laughs> Yeah. You are such a nerd. I know. It's, Nerds go during the day. And it looks awful. It and like does. I don't I'm not even excited to see it. But it I looks ne- bad. I need to like it's like, oh, I know this skinny black guy's gonna spit at me, but I just gotta walk <laughs> in him and find out just in case I get to see Colossus <laughs> or something. <laughs> so. I can't believe you're going during the day. Are you going by yourself? No, I'm gonna meet a couple of buddies. I feel like that's a lie. You're going by yourself. No, I have no qualms about going to the movies by myself. I, I love do going it by often, myself. Yeah. It's one I, of my I'll things. eat an edible and get in an Uber. And oh that was my day yesterday. <laughs> you went to the movies? No, I just ate an edible and got in an Uber. And never got out. And I never, I'm still $650. there. $650. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to loop. Take, take me around again. <laughs> I'm like up and down the PCH. Yeah, I want to see Malibu. <laughs> Ma'am, it's your money. You're like <laughs> driving Miss Daisy. How far? How far is Canada? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so I, I ate an edible and then Which went one? to... Which one? What did you have? It was a lemon macaroon. Ooh. Something my boyfriend ordered off the internet. He Ooh. ordered like $500 worth of edibles. Oh, man. From a delivery deli- service? And were delivered to my apartment. I got to get in on the delivery service. I mean, we're just talking about how little physical activity I do. And it's like, I live a- <laughs> across the street from two dispensaries. I'm like, I need to really get delivery. I need Postmates. <laughs> can I make my life more stationary? Yeah. How can I never put pants on? <laughs> How can my shirts not also fit? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they don't. <laughs> I'm down to like I'm down to like five things in my closet that I can reasonably wear outside. Why am I laughing? It's not something to laugh at. It's totally okay to laugh at. <laughs> I'm the one who has to really deal with the rep- oh, my wife and my doctor. <laughs> the oh only my other people God. have to deal with the Do you have a plan? Do you have an exit plan? Not uh, like a life. Yeah, not, yeah. not a life. I'm, I'm gonna get out of here and get in my car and run the engine <laughs> in the garage at the fucking movie theater for a half hour. That doesn't sound so, so bad if you get to watch a movie at the same time. Yeah, I'll watch X-Men, then I'll just blow my fucking yeah. brains out. <laughs> that sounds good. No, uh, I, I am on the... I'm doing much better in the last couple of weeks, but uh, I'm I'm a liar, too, because I'm just constantly supposed to be trying to get in shape, but I'm also... I don't care that much. Yeah. But now that you're in your mid-30s, I'm in my mid-30s, I don't want to speak for you. She's definitely in her <laughs> Watch your... F- I haven't even reached my mid-30s yet, you motherfucker. It's just early and I don't have makeup on yet. <laughs> I'm in my super late 20s. <laughs> According to MTV, when I brush the five yeah, right? grays out of my beard, I'm like, I'm 27. Don't I get stuck in the friend zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been with my, uh, I've been fucking the same woman for 13 years. Yeah. But allow me. Let to- me speak to the 16 year old. <laughs> when you're on Tinder, swipe right, bro. <laughs> I don't even know how to use apps or romance. <laughs> or language. Yeah, swipe right, bro. Hey, bro. You got to swipe right, bro. <laughs> Dot, shaw. Dot, swipe right. <laughs> My face um, hurts. So I, I should be exercising. I have a plan, but uh, I sometimes I'm so body positive that I'm like, ah, whatever. I You're f- like, I'm fine. Yeah, I feel like I look fine until like I'm like, oh, another pair of pants out. You know, like I guess these are going in the another closet. Another one bites the dust. Yeah, I have like three pairs of shorts and like five shorts. I'm rotating through right now. I'm just like, this is all that fits. Do you have like the outfit that you want to fit in? You know, like your gauge outfit. Yeah, like uh, uh, goal shorts. Yeah, like girls pants. have like skinny jeans. Yeah, you know? I, ha- I have a pair of shorts that. Uh, this is how. By the way, it's not much of a bum I am. I'm like, I wish I could fit into these shorts. <laughs> you <laughs> it's know, not a, a suit. Of, <laughs> a lot of people th- will feel the same fucking way. Yeah, you know, I have a pair we of shorts. We can sit here and talk I, about I what Kim Kardashian did, but this is better shit. Yeah, 
I have a pair of shorts that I miss, and I'm looking forward to getting down into the size to pop them back on. Why do you like these shorts? What have these shorts done for your life? They're almost nothing, except expose my beautiful calves to a number of strangers. Oh, I bet you got good calves. I do. Oh, hey, a lot of big guys have good calves yeah. because we're we're constantly working out. The trunk, it's a trunk of your body. got to keep you up. Yeah, it's yeah. the big roots, baby. Yeah, you got, you got thick roots. <laughs> I got That's big. what I'm going to say when I see a guy whose calves are hey, like. nice roots. It's like gams. Like yeah, it's like, nice stems. Hey, sweet stems, baby. Like, hey, nice roots, Look bro. Look at the roots on that. Like a coral, sweet roots. <laughs> calves are insane, right? Isn't it crazy yeah. that guys have calf? Get, I mean, we say guys get calf implants like it's a frequent thing. Oh my thing, god, no, but it happens. It's crazy if even one dude gets calf implants. It's crazy if a dude gets any muscular implant to me because it's like your body, just in a natural form, can build muscle better than right. women. So just lift something. But it's also crazy because like getting bigger, like getting your tits done. Doesn't like it's not like you can get your tits done naturally by like lifting. You know what I mean? Like right. also like muscles would denote that you might have some strength, but if it's silicon bags in there, that's yeah, sort it's of a, silicon bags in your calves, yeah, right? It's like yeah. basically tit implants in the back of your legs. Right, right. I would be. I <laughs> imagine they're hard has, tit implants. Your shin is back tits. Yeah, I'll have a firm A cup put on the back of my gastrocnemius, please. <laughs> you know what's missing in the back of my knee? A nice fucking set of tits. Look, I'm sorry, uh, Gabers, but we accidentally put nipples on your calves, and you're not going to be able to show them on Instagram. <laughs> but when stimulated, you will have an orgasm. <laughs> yeah, you could. A, a, they are working. Milk will come out of them if your hormone levels are You right. will lactate yeah, yeah. from your knees <laughs> and, and when I, your wife is pregnant. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend wearing pants, because those motherfuckers going to chafe. Don't take, don't go jogging anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, Your knee nipples will guys, fall off. I have calf nipples. <laughs> what a specific problem that. What a specific problem that. What did you do for Memorial Day? Um, my wife and I rented a house in Palm Springs. Uh, we just wanted a grill and a pool because we don't. We live in an apartment here. Yeah, and to have some privacy in yeah. the mountains. Yeah, so it was nice to get out. We rented a little house on in the suburbs where it had a built-in pool and a grill, and that's all I need for three. Was days it of nice? Fun. Excuse me, I'm just, You're just got a hot. constant burp on deck. You're burping up the hot dog? Sorry, I, I had a full-fat yogurt and some <laughs> iced coffee for breakfast. <laughs> it's perfect. Build the phlegm up for a nice morning oh interview. Um, yeah, we just wanted a place, outdoor space, and we I went to the butcher shop and the liquor store and the dispensary and like oh, filled. Nice. I drive a station wagon. I'm all dadded up. I don't even have a kid. You're ready for <laughs> it? I'm ready for it. Are you going to have a kid? I, I mean, we're not, uh, we're not not trying. So if it happens, it happens. Yeah, we're doing direct deposits. If that. Whoa! <laughs> that means that he's not pulling out, guys. Yeah, no more coming in a pair of high heels pulling. in the corner of the room. Wow! We just got uh, into whoops. his diary. Did you just read your diary, Gabriel? Uh, let me write this down in my diary. <laughs> Dear diary. Dear diary, I, I came in another pair of Salvatore Ferragamos today. Manolo Blahniks. <laughs> the red bottom of Louboutin. <laughs> uh, so it was, it was really fun. We cooked... Uh, meals and as a matter of fact, serendipitously, some friend friends were out in Palm Springs, and uh, one set of friends came over on Saturday, another set came over on Sunday. Yeah, and you guys swung. Yeah, and I watched this guy. You know, someone cuckolded my wife for me. Uh, I watched my wife get DP. Saturday I had a couple of black guys over to fuck my wife, and then Sunday we had a couple of gay guys over so they could fuck Fagalous. me in front of my wife. I actually, that is funny. It was black guys one day, gay guys. The next was it? Day. You guys yeah. se- you separated it. Yeah, it was like a Pornhub search terms. It was like the categories for yeah, each day. Blacks on blondes, uh, gay for pay. Oh my god, that's funny. You had a whole Pornhub weekend. Yeah, I had no idea. Does your wife take like edibles or smoke or anything? No, she drinks pretty heavily. Good. <laughs> um, she this Memorial Day she uh, would, said she would smoke with me, but we never got around to it. So did you smoke? Oh yeah. So you're I don't high need, by I, yourself? I don't need someone else there. That's amazing. Well, like it's the same for me. If it's like if you're cracking open a bottle of wine and I'd rather have a joint, I don't it's see. The same, it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a the same thing. thing. Let's just get uh, first of all. Smoking weed and swimming are my two like is That's my number fun. one activity. I like to get stoned and float around in the pool. Are you, are you buoyant? I'm very buoyant. I was also I'm also a very good swimmer. I'm a terrible swimmer. Like competitive. Like I swam in high school and then I was a beach lifeguard for six years what? on Long Island. Yeah, so like I was out doing ocean rescues. Are you the fucking kidding me? Yeah. Saving yeah. the fagolas? Saving, saving the... All right. all right, let's drop that. I can't get over <laughs> I've never heard it before. I know. It sounds like a delicious Italian dish. Well, that's the thing. Old Italian people and old Jewish people <laughs> have the best 
like slurs. There's they're words and slurs of the best because they're from the old world where yeah. it's like you're like I don't even know like uh, if I'm allowed to say that. You're and like, then I don't you even say know if it's offensive. Like, yeah, like you bring it to school, like go to school, and you're like, hey, is this bad? And they're like, <laughs> you're like, don't you're gonna get shanked in the neck. I know. If like, you say that. I, I remember one of the my grandpa called a black guy a strom once. Oh my god! And I had no idea what that meant. Oh my god! Yeah, and I was like, okay, Is that even, I don't even know what that's bad. I've never even heard it since. My my dad says, um, Mulian, oh, Mulian, which is just yeah. terrible. That's awful. Yeah, it's I remember terrible. that too. I remember that too. But I still don't like. And I remember that from watching a Bronx Tale. I think is how it's I the worst. That. And it's like you got it. Actually, he hasn't said it in years because I've yelled at him for years. Yeah, I my w- dad hasn't said it in years, but that's also he passed away completely. Oh, <laughs> so well, it made good. it a little easier. Well, now stop saying it at least. <laughs> and now I I took up the cloth, <laughs> the white cloth hood. <laughs> This is by far now I'm doing oh Trump. No, now, now you're telling Trump because <laughs> that is like what my dad sort of sounded like, like Donald Trump. My dad had a little bit of like a, a constant cold when he talked. He talked like this, and he was from Long Island, and oh, you know, so quintessential. So he had like that Brooklyn Brooklyn esque yeah. accent. So he did sound like Trump. I got it. He said huge. Huge. Yeah. Oh my god. I was saying something that earlier. I was like, if my dad was alive, he'd be so excited to see that two people running for president of the United States of America use the word huge. Oh, he'd probably love it. Yeah, and like, that they're, and one is severely racist, seems really yeah, yeah. racist. One looks like him. But he's a good guy, he's got good points. But when my dad was like sick towards the end of his life, he became like this like bleeding heart liberal out of nowhere. And like he was literally, uh, when Obama was up for re-election. He became a liberal? He became like a huge... He worked at Fox, but not Fox News. He worked at Fox, and he started to just get all of a sudden like super socially liberal. Like it was really funny. Like he was like, he, my dad had a GED, never went to college or anything like that. He was working as a union guy, working like as a grip his whole life. And then towards the end, when he was sick, he was just like, when Obama was being reelected, that his biggest upset, like the thing that upset him the most, was that he was bedridden on the day of the election so my mother who wanted to vote for bush or whatever oh she's God. an idiot my dad was like no you're voting for me today since i can't leave you have to vote for obama really he's got what it takes like and he was like really pro like this he, we're sending kids to war all of a sudden my dad is like this like real weird why did he make the flip i don't know i feel like it was just one of those things where he had three young sons, like three youngish sons, me being the oldest. And I sort of went off to New York City and became an artist and became liberal. Yeah. And my, I guess my brothers were a teacher. And like he just saw what was happening and he got, he got, in my mind, he just chilled out a little and like looked around. Like, it was like, <laughs> yeah. oh. Right. Cause, but that's from my super liberal point of view of like, well, what if you just looked around and saw how bad some people had it? <laughs> like, and also, yeah. you guys probably relaying to him what's going on in your lives. Yeah. He yeah. has a direct. Yeah, exactly. I think he understands the reality. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, well, me, we all owe $100,000 to a student loans. Yeah. You know? There's people who live in the reality and there's people who live up in the cloud. Yeah. And it can be both Republicans and liberals, but it definitely, there's <laughs> right. a specific group that exists more in one area than the other. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> It's really funny too. Like most, like old stodgy racist people have just never even been around the races that they hate. No, <laughs> where it's like my dad was like racist in his choice of words, not racist in his views. Yeah, because my dad he too. Li- because my dad was, loved every. My dad loves everybody. Yeah. Well, because it's like he's just like my dad's like old white trash. You know, he yeah. like grew, went to school with all black kids and stuff, so he just assumed like Are that's you sure how you talk to the each other. Dads? <laughs> yeah. Your dad's not dead. It's just my dad. <laughs> that would be ideal. It would make sense. You would you would look like my dad's daughter because he was like a uh, platonic Hitler ideal. <laughs> he was six foot five with blonde related. hair and blue, <laughs> and he had like a fat fucking swarthy son first. Swarthy, that's such a good word. Yeah, I'm not fully swarthy. I'm not like sexually sexually swarthy, like Saeed or something like that. Swarthy from Lost. is so good. Yeah, it's a great yeah, word. Yeah, I mean that's that's something. That's something. That's like oh, that's, that's swarthy to the fourteenth degree. Yeah, I'm lightly swarthy. You know, and I just thought of another word that somebody said. Some one of my friends, like my age, said this recently. Oh, what the fuck was it? Mulatto. Oof. I mean, New York City. We, I lived there for Ooh. ten years. You know that you don't say that. I mean, mixed and biracial mixed, are so a, easy. There's so many other things that are fine. You don't hey, say de- that. Derek Jeter is one hell of a mulatto yeah. ball player. Oh my god, it's like such a dad word. To it say. is such like a construction. That, it's a construction. That Jeter, he's one of the best mulatto ball players I've oh ever seen. Oh my god, <laughs> and it so, was like somebody like my age. I was like, yo, no. I'm positive you can't say that. You will get stabbed. Yeah, that's so bad. And he was like, no, it's fine. And I literally, he like was googling it i'm like 
Google's not going to tell you you're racist or anything. Sometimes Google's wrong. I'm telling you, from living in New York for 10 years, do not say mulatto. <laughs> also, if you have to be like, no, 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 trust me, it's okay to say you're already in yeah, too you're deep. Already- like, if you're like, if someone has said, don't say that, and you're like, no, I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to. <laughs> yeah. Let me look it up. That's a <laughs> that's, no. That's a no. If you're like, it's a big no. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I can say that. Let me just Google. No, nope, nope. that's already a no. Yeah, if, you, if you're on the fence about whether or not you could say it, you cannot <laughs> say it. Why are we trying to say edgy things anyway? I know. <laughs> like, why do we have to? Don't take that word away from me. What? Why, why not? Why? Yeah. Why do you need it? <laughs> I understand. Like, let's not crucify everyone that s- slips up or misspeaks, but um, or is uneducated or is not sure of what the right. That's one thing. Ignorance but like, is bliss. also f- fighting and holding on to be like, I gotta be able to this say my white freedom of speech. It's like, like okay, look, I'm a white guy from the f- from Queens. Nebraska. I need to be able to say mulatto. <laughs> Why? There's other words. There's so many other words. Yeah. You just sound ignorant. Yeah. You sound so dumb. Also, if like I'm a I'm a big believer in science and whatnot, and if you've yes. ever met a biracial child, they that is the future. That is what it we're supposed. It's the future, and that they're so There's beautiful. Like they're, they're, uh, they're, I mean, this is a weird form of racism too. I guess it's like super positive racism, but positive racism is that going to be your memoir title? <laughs> I'm writing it down for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the like future of America, like we're we're obviously America is going to eventually keep mixing races and backgrounds. Like even for a while, it was like Irish and Italians didn't get together. Now, how many yeah. people do you know? They're like, I'm half Irish, half Italian. That's my mom's like, oh, Irish. My you look Italian. fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> you pulled it off. Yeah. You, you you hold it together. <laughs> okay. But it's like some allergies. Yeah, but like half Asian, half black, half Asian, half white, half white, half black. Like yeah, those those mixes are. When you see someone, or when Tiger Woods becomes literally an absolute phenom, or Derek Jeter becomes absolute phenom, you're like, you're like wait, wait genetically, are we supposed to be mixing yeah, races? Because, because they seem amazing. Right. If we're just cranking out biracial Olympiads, we should know that maybe that, that is genetically the higher yeah. thing. And of course it is. It yields a better child. Of, and, of cor- and of course it would be because, like, on an evolutionary standpoint, it's like... These are two different Furthest. people with yep. who have different like uh, capabilities based on their uh, race or their uh, skin tone or yeah. their ability, you know. And then it's like, why wouldn't you want to blend that? It's kind of like blending. It's this is all I, I'm just using this whole argument so that my wife will let me fuck a black chick <laughs> <laughs> and bring a mixed baby into yeah. your family. We need a mixed baby. She's like, Listen, cool. I'll have a black guy fuck me. I'm like, oh, um, um, um. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait. Uh, shit. Backfire. Uh, fine. You're like liberal. I'm like, I'm trying to be a liberal. Hold on. <laughs> So I can make the deposit. Yeah, <laughs> I want a biracial baby, but I don't want a black guy fucking my wife. <laughs> you kind of do. No, I mean it's like the third time you've mentioned it. <laughs> it's a it's a Memorial third, Day fantasy. Yeah. She's mentioned it way more times than I have. <laughs> is it her fantasy? No, no, this is terrible. By the way, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind oversharing, but it's, at least it's got to be true about her. Yeah. So not, you keep she it real. hates black. <laughs> no, of course she loves black guys. She's a blonde. <laughs> yeah, we have a whole category in porn. Yes, I know. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Thank There's a photo. Of the blonde chick and the black guy behind her, I know. Trust I'm me. a frequent porn hover. <laughs> are, are you now? <laughs> Once in a while, you do know. You have, do you have like a standard search term? Um, my category is interracial. Yeah, you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your face just turned oh. purple. Oh god. <laughs> This interview is over. <laughs> I wish my agent came in and whispered in your ear. We just shut it down a long time. <laughs> Why did he bring his agent to a podcast? Wait, what is your category search? Um, I don't know. I, I got to shake it up every once in a while. But right now, it's moms <laughs> teaching teens. Stop. <laughs> Stop. It's a great search what term. What does that even mean? It's a, it sounds like a, like a, it sounds like a virtual class. It is. It's a, it's a usually in, uh, by the way, I think I don't know if someone else said this already, but like porn is the only thing where you go from teenager to milf in like three months. Jesus <laughs> like, Christ! You go from like, all right, get the braces off. You're a milf oh, now. Oh man! <laughs> but uh, it's like uh, threesomes with a, a guy and an older woman and a younger woman, and she's like the stepmom show, like who walks in on the kid hooking up and shit. My. <laughs> My boyfriend was just talking about this last night. Two, two nights ago. He was just pitching it last night. Well, it's so funny. He's like, your mom's pretty yeah. cute. <laughs> he was like asking me what my fantasy was. And I was telling him, I was like, I don't know, like two, maybe two black guys coming over might sounds kind of, sounds kind of nice. I don't know now, if I'd actually... Is your boyfriend white? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'd actually go through with it because fantasies, 
are, are fantasies for a reason. Oh, I don't think I can handle yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't think I can handle oh, for, that. For, I also think that just because you like to watch it on porn doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you, you want like it in life. You don't want it in life. Exactly. Because yeah. your brain's reality and reality reality, are those are two different realms. Like, I love playing Grand Theft Auto, but I have no desire you to put wanna... fucking gasoline on a hooker's right. body. You don't <laughs> like, want to do fuck. that. It feels <laughs> good when you're doing it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's the only way I could come, but I don't want to have to do it in person. <laughs> right. You don't want to have to actually like clean up the mess <laughs> right, and right. face chill time. I'm talking about the mess of the cum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not her mess. You're going to leave her. She's a hooker. It's a big part of it. She's unlovable. Yeah. Leave her in the back of the old cab. Walk away. Go to San right. Diego. It's Grand Theft Auto life. You can't judge people by what they watch. No. Because as a matter of fact, that's like probably good for them to get it out that way rather than being like than trying to- strangling kittens. Yeah, trying to set up a threesome between a mom and her daughter. But he was saying he was into a, a young girl and an old woman- and I, I was like, what? What do you mean? Like, you want to do both at the same time? And then he's like, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But now I'm wondering if he was not kidding. Oh, just kidding, just kidding is the <laughs> ultimate backpedal after a sexual conversation. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hot if you just like gave me a hand job? Are you serious? No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just, just kidding. Just kidding. Sure, I guess so. Now we're gonna get that hand job. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> There's nothing like. Uh, no, 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 no. I was just hypothesizing. You know, yeah, just, just, throwing- uh, just uh, <laughs> I'm just remembering something my friend said. He's a real pervert. <laughs> you just start making noises. <laughs> 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 Backpedaling and you leave the house because you're so embarrassed. Um, where'd you? Oh, his luggage is gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, you're, that's your, really your fantasy? I don't know if it's my fantasy. I mean, like, I've always. It's a search. Yeah, it's the search. It's, term. In, the, it's, yeah. in, the, it's in the repertoire. I guess my fantasy would be, like, uh, <laughs> Katy Perry fucking me, and I don't know. Katy uh, pa- a lot of people like Katy Perry. Yeah, she's. I'm a big fan. Now, do you want her to sing. Hear me roar. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 I want her to suck song? my dick in front of all of my high school friends. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> Should a Katy Perry song be playing as well? Of course. What song would play? I'm singing it. <laughs> <laughs> what song? I'm singing Fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> And then I pull back, and uh, she lets me finish, and like at the peak of the song. And you also have. I'm a fire! And I spray fucking pyrotechnics <laughs> yeah. behind her, right? Yes, I shoot spark. I, sp- I <laughs> jizz sparkles. <laughs> back up, Katie. <laughs> I'm writing things down. Yeah, make sure you let the listeners at home know that you're writing things down. <laughs> I'm writing things down, guys. You know what? Look behind the curtain. Oz is not a genius. What do you write these down for? <laughs> I definitely should have listened to this podcast. Because I, I did before too I came. many edibles yesterday, oh. and my brain power is oh, okay. limited. And that way, in case like you get to the end of the interview, you have nothing to say. You can be like, "So, jizz sparkles." <laughs> <laughs> Just Sparkle is going to be the title of the episode. Yes. Also, your third memoir title. Uh, Mission Accom- yeah, I got to write a lot of memoirs. First of all, I need to live a life worth writing about. Oh, come on. I'm sure you have. Oh, I got some stories, girl. Wait, so so why do you think... I always ask comedians this. You you consider yourself a stand-up comedian before anything else, right? I consider myself a comedian. Yeah, I don't know about stand-up. Like, I'm like newer s- to me. I've been trying sketch, to do... Yeah, I did sketch improv. and improv for a long time, and but now I'm trying to do stand-up, which has comedian. been fun. Yeah, we can say yeah. comedian. I've been doing comedy in assorted ways for a while now. For years. Yeah. Now, what do you think is that moment? Is there a moment in your life where it influenced you to become a comedian? Like some sort of tragic or whatever? Um, I mean, I went to... It could be an amalgamation. It doesn't have to be yeah, one moment. Yeah, I feel moment. like the, the, the big thing if I like look back on my entire life is I went to like an all-black and Hispanic school until I was like... Uh, 13 and so the only way to get attention was to be like no one gave a shit about the white kids at the school so right. like uh, socially I mean the teachers really cared about the oh, white yeah. kids we bring it up the overall they would hold right? you guys yeah, in the hallways yeah. you have to stand together I'm pretty sure it would be like all the white kids were just in one advanced class and they were like yeah yeah they're all smart don't worry about it meanwhile you guys were just like yeah. drooling <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so you had to like to stand out socially um, you had to like be recognizable and then when I was 13 I moved to a, a new school which is, I think sixth grade is like probably the worst time to move to a new God. school. So everything's changing inside of you. Everything's changing. And then we, I went to one school for one year and then to a new junior high oh with all new kids for two years oh. and then to a high school with all new kids. So that was me three, three years in a row. And That's I had, terrible. And I didn't have any childhood friends because it was all new. And so I had to like fucking uh, make a name for myself in my head. And I was always a bit of a wise ass. My family was all really mean to each other. So you kind of got strong that way. Right. Talking so, over each other. Talking and over each other. And literally like 
busting each other's balls like super hard was yeah. like a thing. Like my dad would do it when I was like ten. He'd be like, "Come outside when I'm with my friends." He's like, "Hey, you shit in this pair of underwear. You want me to throw it out or not?" Like you know, he would just like you can keep it. You yeah, want to throw it out? Yeah, he would just like roast us constantly. So we all got like super like verbal judo to stay alive. Yeah. And then when. Uh, by the time I was in high school, I was like a full-blown class clown asshole. Thought I was going to be a uh, FBI agent. <laughs> and then, you, yeah. you really wanted to be an FBI agent? I really agent. wanted to be an FBI agent because my whole life I wanted to be like in the military or uh, in like uh, the law enforcement for some, it's some reason. It's because you like the outfits? It's because I was like obsessed with Navy SEALs as a child. Like I was like obsessed with – I read every book. I mean we're talking about like an <laughs> 11-year-old fat kid read every oh book God, about Navy SEALs till room. I was 18. Yeah, I'm not outside shooting, running, or swimming. You're reading uh, yeah. Navy SEAL novels. I'm reading novels about Navy SEALs. I'm reading like the history of SEAL Team 6. You know, like, oh, my God. I'm like the only 17-year-old that's like, you know John F. Kennedy created the Navy SEALs during Vietnam to <laughs> blah, blah. Did he really? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it was JFK's. Uh, he initiated them. Cause, wow. Yeah, we need we need a little help. Against, yeah, we yeah. did. Um, and then uh, here's a little known fact. SEAL Team 6 is actually the third SEAL team, but they were named 6 to try to strike fear in the hearts of people. <laughs> How funny is that? Like to think there's six teams. Yeah, to think that there was a three. There's, there's one, five more. Yeah, they're like, they're, oh, if this is SEAL Team Six, well, God knows what one, one through, through five, five is yeah. bringing some heat. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty fun. Like that's such a low stakes strategy for such a high stakes thing. It's like a billion dollar enterprise. It's like, well, let's pretend we have a couple extra I know, and teams. It's so like, it's like almost a juvenile. Right. Idea. It's almost like, well, yeah. Well, my big brother's coming with all of his friends, and he plays for the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> How many times did you jerk off to that fact? Uh, today, SEAL Team Six. <laughs> you should hear me. I'm just like the AR-15 with M203 grenade launcher is the choice of weapon of SEALs. Oh, fire! <laughs> fire! Oh God! Fire when ready! <laughs> oh my God! Oh, it's crazy to imagine making a lot of noises, jerking off, <laughs> like yeah. getting like really sex. Oh, fuck yeah, fuck! <laughs> While you're just jerking off by, by yourself? yourself, that's so funny. But people probably do it. I'm sure. I mean. It helps people get riled up. I'm you assuming. You just did like a little movement. You did like a little. Yeah, I was you're doing like pantomiming. Like my, I'm doing like a little shoulders getting into it situation. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like a little shoulder shimmy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so wait. Oh, so then like I thought I was gonna be an FBI agent. And I was. Uh, then I did like. The ta- I like emceed the talent show at my high school. That's amazing. And I had such a blast. And me and my friends did a song at the end, and you know, like a like a rap, like a lip sync sort of uh, da- choreographed dance routine. The shit guys do we at have the talent same high shows. School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, me and some of the kids from school, we did like this whole Michael Jackson thing. And while we were killing it. Like I looked out into the crowd. We were do- like literally saying like Annie, are you okay? And oh we're God. doing that smooth criminal song, and the crowd is like singing along. And I had done some stuff where I like I spoke in front of a class, and it was kind of funny. And I've gotten reactions, <laughs> and I liked being a class clown because here making a hot girl laugh was like all I had for you know. Yeah. It's like a lot of dudes, like nerdy dudes, get into comedy because it's like I made the hot chick in my class laugh. Of course, so. I had that and I felt that thrill, but I never felt the thrill when I looked out and like my entire school is singing along to me. <laughs> and you're, and you're and orchestrating yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm the one who's make, making them do this. I have no musical talent, but I was like, but maybe comedy? You're <laughs> yeah. like, I could find something and out I, of this. And I just felt such a rush there and I was like, oh yeah, um, I don't think, and I still went away to school to be an FBI agent for like one semester and then I- You f- gave it a shot. I was like a bio major for one semester and then I like uh, signed up for like a theater, like an improv and sketch theater group thing at college. And I was like, oh, never mind. This is what I'm going to do. Oh, this is good. No, no. And then it like retroactively made sense where I was like, oh, I've always wanted to do this. I just didn't know this was a choice because I wasn't like, it's not like my parents were like, be whatever you want to yeah. be. And my parents were like, be a lawyer, go to a SUNY school. Right. You know? like, <laughs> there was do no. Do something that is like a, a, yeah. se- a steady ground. Do something that's better than what the neighbor's kid is doing. So I have yeah. something to shout at her about. <laughs> do something that is an actual job. Yeah. All my Jewish mom friends, their kids are all doing amazing. Do better than them. Do so I can actually say what you're doing yeah, for a living. Right, and and still to date, my mom doesn't understand what I do for a living. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Does uh, she like seen all the shows you've done? Not really. Like she, I tell her about them. She's like, oh yeah, I really want to watch that. And then d- just d- does it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really specific thing we have going on in my family. It's like weirdly, no one supports me, so I've gotten like That's my weird. Yeah. 
my wife is t- a huge fan, so that's that's very helpful. Yeah, is that my wife is super supportive. You need, you need that support. Uh, you just need we someone. Just have you just need someone who. Yeah, exactly. You just need someone who goes like, yeah, that wasn't your best set, but like, I mean, come on, good crowd. They were laughing. You know, yeah. like yeah, I just need so- you, you need someone who's going to tell you you did well because you often are. Yeah, you just need a little bit of honesty. Like I'm not you need asking. A little bit I don't of need honesty. to. Be, yeah, you don't need gassed up your ass, but you do need like. If, it is nice if your boyfriend sees a show or someone's like, "Hey, I listened to that episode of your podcast. That was really funny yeah. and interesting." Like that shit helps. It does. I had a really rough night, um, and it's always the thing where it's rough. It's so much rougher to your perspective because of your the the standard you put on yourself. Oh, one hundred percent. Externally, it may not even. <laughs> cause a ripple at all but in your mind you're like uh i didn't do this i didn't do that i fucked this up i had a set in um at levity live and i just didn't feel good about it like afterwards i i usually feel okay or yeah. great or i gotta work on it there's always like an emotion attached to whatever performance i have and then this particular night i was just like man i just felt off i felt disconnected and i even i usually will like text stan hope or somebody like yeah. Dom or like Dom Herrera. She's like, hey, I'm on a ledge. Help. Pull me back from the ledge. I'm on an emotional, a creative emotional ledge. And so Stan Hope tweeted, Jesse Mays having a rough night in, in Levity Live, which proved to be very entertaining. <laughs> uh, you know, because his fans are, are the uh, darkest creatures ever. But my boyfriend also was just like, no, you, you know, you're fine. He's like, it definitely wasn't your greatest thing, but you did this, this, and this. So it's like you need those yeah. like little. Yeah, you don't even need like even positive reinforcement you just need support you just need honestly on a basic level like boyfriend family brother sister whatever friend you just, whatever yeah, friend close friend you just need someone to go like hey i recognize what you're doing yeah and someone who you know knows you yes yes it yes. can't just be like somebody who you have no connection with right it's really funny that you say that thing about like you're in your own head uh I toured for a long time with a UCB touring company doing improv at all these different colleges and stuff like that. And we'd walk off stage like, that was a terrible show. Yeah. And I would be like, or that that show wasn't great at all. And I would turn to them and be like, they have no fucking they idea. They have no idea. They've never even been to the UCB theater. So they haven't even seen like the average shows. Like this is their first long form show. Yep. We put on an hour and a half with tons of laughs. They don't fucking know. They have no idea. It's fine. It's great. We're so hard on ourselves. So that doesn't hard. mean like we shouldn't strive to be better, but it sh- we should have a moment where we're like, okay, how can we be yes. better? Not like let's. We still have to fucking go on and do this. If we're not enjoying it, then what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, you have, yeah, you have yeah. to like. You really have to go out there, and you have to have fucking fun. Yes, you have to have fun because you're not restocking DVDs at Best Buy. And if you're restocking DVDs at Best Buy, I'm sorry, but you should have fun doing have that as well. Fun doing it. It is a little easier to have fun if a group of strangers is laughing at you and pouring adoration on top of you. It is a little easier than being like, I'm sorry, where does the Grown Ups 2 Blu-ray go? You know, I I understand. We made a second one. (laughs) I know. You know what I thought about Hollywood? I had a question. I don't know if I tweeted this. I wanted to tweet it. How come in Hollywood, like during sex scenes, no one ever pulls out? There's never one. There's so much sex. But there's never that, and there's, you see like the aftermath, but no one ever pulls out. They just always come in each other. Guys always coming in the girl. Yeah, it's weird. I you guess you have to assume that? they're always wearing condoms, right? Right, but or if they're in love, you don't need them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But isn't it just weird? Like no one pulls out in Hollywood. That'd be really funny. I would love to see more guys finishing like on their back, like flipping over and just being like, yeah. Oh! Like show how it really happens. That was uh, the show, the girlfriend experience on Stars. I watched that with my wife and it was, Soderbergh. Is it Soderbergh? Yeah, Soderbergh's. Yeah. Uh, um, it's uh, based off of his movie, but it's just a uh, like a eight part, ten part series. It was really good. But there's a scene where a guy pulls out and finishes, yeah. and it's like, God, I've never seen like it's refreshing, right? You don't see come in anything but pornos. It? Yeah. What? Yeah. They Are don't you show. Serious? They just show like. Uh, they just show her like wiping her stomach off and like that's, visibly see. Like, yeah, I mean, that's what happens. Right. It's exactly what happens. But it's just crazy because I was like, oh, I, I realized at that moment you never see come on television. No. Yeah. You can't come on television. <laughs> it's a really weird Nickelodeon show. <laughs> Dave Coulier Do you remember that? Yeah. What is it? You can't do that on television. You can't on te- do that on television. And it's Alanis like, uh, when you say the magic word, a bucket of cum pours on your head. <laughs> I just was drinking as you said that, and some of the water splattered out of my face. All right. You seem to be all right, though. You, you, made, you made it. You made it. You made I it. made it through. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, was, I don't know why I had that thought. What is wrong with my brain? And then I always try and think, like, I have a dirty mind. I need to clean it up. But 
No, I, this is just how my brain works. We all have dirty minds, just some people say it. Right? Yeah, and I think it's better to say it than to just fucking sit So I should and... yell it in a grocery store, why don't people come in Hollywood movies? Hey, sweetheart, how come no one's coming in Hollywood movies, huh? <laughs> why do they all pull out? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I was like, I was like, I think I'm watching pornography wrong, but why do black dudes always leave their socks and sneakers on? Yeah. <laughs> and people were like, what? And I was they like, do. They're like, how much porn are you watching specifically with black dudes? I was like, yeah, it's just I notice patterns in life. They always leave their <laughs> socks and shoes on. Yeah. Well, also... I mean, it's a stereotype about black people. I can't believe I'm just on your podcast uh, talking about stereotypes. But, no, but on the pornos, they're, they wear they're, their socks and boots to the beach. You know, they're not flip-flop people. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen a lot of flip-flops. Yeah, they're not a lot of flip-flops. Maybe slides and socks will be the best you can get. Slides and socks. That's a yeah. very New York thing, too. Yeah. Slides and socks. Because you don't want to get your feet dirty in those New York City streets. You don't want to be out... I used to wear flip-flops on the subway, and people would be like, that's absolutely disgusting. Me too. And yeah. I was like, you know what? You're right. It is disgusting, because I'm two centimeters away from bum cum. Bum cum. That's my memoir title. Two centimeters away from bum cum. My life as a single cum. girl in, in the streets of New York. In the bum, streets. Bum cum. When you were a fucking punk drifter living on St. Mark's and A. We got your. We have your title and we've got mine. It's a wee bit of bum cum, lad. <laughs> oh. oh, watch your step. It should be wee bit of bum cum. <laughs> Sounds cuter when you have like an it accent. It does sound really Oi, cute. Watch your step. Is a little bit of bum cum. <laughs> <laughs> it is so much better with an accent. Yeah. Oh, you put your feet in your bum cum, huh? Oh man. I really am still rolling off those edibles from last night. That's great. Did you drive here this morning? No. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> How was that feeling? It was, I just was happy. Yeah. You know? I love that, like, edibles still in your system, like, shake out your shoulder. It's just like a chill thing. It was a, it was a lemon macaroon, like I told you. Yeah. And my dude's always like, eat half. And I'm like, yo, chill, because you're, you're way, like, 100 pounds more than me. Yeah. You, you can have a half. And every time he, he, he gives me the dose he thinks I should eat, I cut that in half. And you still get lit And I'm still fuck. like, yeah. and I didn't do that yesterday. I was just like happy because he, he surprised me. He showed up and I was like, okay, let's have edibles. And I didn't consider and I ate it. And I was like, oh man, this is going to hit me in my ass. Oh, it's so good though. It was so good. Because I, I had, yo, there's this place in Manhattan Beach called MB Post. And they're chimichangas. Will change. Wait, do you live out in Manhattan Beach? I'm in, I'm in Marina Del Rey. Seriously? Yeah. I'm so this is a hell of a drive for you to get here to podcast. It is, but they... you know, it's it's a part of work. Yeah, it's a commute. It's, yeah, a, it's yeah, a, you know, yeah. this is my, it's like my mini office. Come in here to my podcast. <laughs> but I like, I just, the chimichangas at this place are fucking fantastic. I've been dreaming about these chimichangas. I had them once. I had them once like four months, no, actually like six months ago. And I've been thinking about these. And you had them yesterday? <gasps> Did I have them yesterday? Someone, one of, I was with my friend Laura and my boyfriend Peter, and he tried to get a bite, and I, I stabbed him with the fork a little bit on the finger, and I was like, "Get the fuck off my chimichanga, chimichanga plate!" Chimichanga, yeah. You can't, you can't share chimichanga. My wife is a diehard chimichanga fan. You need to take her to MB Post, Manhattan Beach Post, and it will change her life. She will finger your butthole. <laughs> oh God! I don't know if she does already. <laughs> I mean, you know, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> You, I'm telling you, these chimichangas are unreal. Is that a thing? I mean, yes. I know some guys like that, and I've done it in the past, but I don't, I'm not into it, really. You don't want a finger in your butt? Yeah, and it's not like a homophobia thing. I've done it, and I liked it, but it's just a... It's, a, it's, it's weird. not a good sensation for you. Yeah, it's not a great sensation. I mean, it works the way people say it works. But... I'm going to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> This is this. If someone reads this fucking notebook, you're gonna be on a watch. You know list. what? I'm gonna read it at the end. That's All funny. Right. Right. Good call. But it, I like a little bit. Yeah, like a little like, hey, come here. Like someone like, I gotta tell you a secret. Just a little pushing on the outside. Just right? a little. Yeah. You can't go like you. You like you. There's a hundred dollar bill on the bottom of no. the sewer. Yeah. You sort of just do like this a little. Yeah. Bit, just right? a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Like that, just that works wonders. Don't don't go in there yeah. and like do a, an, an interpretive hand dance. Right. Now I like. Get get as close as you can to that without doing you know like right, th- there's right, a little right. bit of a daring yeah, the, when you're yeah. like when you're like yeah rub my taint ooh whoops that's a yeah. little close yeah. okay yeah don't hate that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like to dab them I like to live life on the edge dab literally on the edge of your butthole <laughs> circling <laughs> circling you're like an this air- little like piggy a- went to the market <laughs> make your plane jet blue and circle around LAX. <laughs> The landing strip is is congested right now, so just go around. <laughs> the analogy gets off the rails might, when you I say might, congested. Oh airway. god! And considering buttholes, yeah. Maybe my analogy was a little yeah. off color. There's already a truck parked in there. Oh man! There's a TSA. There's an issue in the security. 
shoes go on the platform. Computer goes on the platform. It's, like, it's such bullshit. I mean, I know it's so hack because comedians bitch about airports all the time. And it stuff. is such bullshit. But it's because we all fly everywhere. We're constantly flying. Major airports. Yeah, we're flying more than most most people that aren't like salesmen or drug dealers. We're flying more than, you know, some good people are flying like, you know, working comics are flying every weekend, every yeah. other weekend. I'm on like 12 planes a month. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on like five and I, a six. That's a lot. Yeah. And that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. And I don't, I mean, you can only imagine if you're touring is so like so much more and it's just a fucking funnel of diarrhea it's, into your no, fucking, there's no stop. There's no it. stop. And you realize when you fly so much, the inconsistencies that exist in that security protocol. Oh my God. It's just, you're like. This is a, it's a shit show. Like you could be at JFK and they could be like shaking out a pregnant woman's breast milk containers into the garbage. Go, what do. the fuck do you think you're doing? Yeah. You could be in another one and a guy just puts like a fucking like sizzling fajitas plate. It's like, what is all that static? Eh, let it through. Let it through. Like I, they love to fuck with me. I think you I have a quiet. Laugh. I'm like a little too swarthy. So maybe they could they, and I have a big beard and <laughs> I yeah. got this guy coming through it's a little swarthy and I'm always super high and they always insist on talking to me yes and it's like oh, come on I, I was I ate edibles did you take your, did you take your computer out and th- this last time at JFK I was just so mad they're like computers out of the bag I go I know they're like anything in your pocket I'm like no you told me to take the stuff out of my pocket oh my god they're like any water I'm like no you mentioned that we just have to check I'm like well stop checking with me yeah I speak also the shit that these TSA workers are dealing with, I understand that they have some people who don't follow directions. It's often people who don't speak English. Yeah, so because have a airplane, yeah, airplanes or airports traditionally feature some international people who are bit. currently traveling. Yeah. And JFK and LAX especially. Major. Yeah, major cities. And I'm like, you're getting so frustrated with this person and she so visibly does not speak she English. She speaks Swahili. Yeah, she's like 70 and doesn't know she needs to take her like uh, dang, like bangly fucking bracelets off. Cut her some slack. She's ma'am, from the Amazonian tribe. Yeah, it's like she doesn't know to take that big dish out of her lip. She doesn't, she doesn't know speak that. words. She speaks clicks. She doesn't know that those 20 necklaces that extended her head up a foot and a half are metal. She doesn't know that. Listen, you gotta just respect it and try and figure out some way to translate to these people. And they're like, you can leave your shoes on. Like, scr- like And they're just like drone on and on. Yeah, and, they're, and they're so like, it's almost like, it's not to me, when I hear them going through the list of the things that people have to do, it doesn't sound like they're trying to invor- enforce something. It sounds like they're just reciting their like Mason- Skull, yeah, like Teamster chant. No running, no running. Be on time. You know, you can be yeah. saying any set of rules if you're a teacher. It's right. like bell rings. You're late after that. Please show. It just up doesn't. To- there's no like uh, follow through. It's just they're saying it because they have to say it. I tested positive for explosives. I was like, um, I'm traveling <laughs> that with sentence two could have, that, that sentence could have ended anyhow. Diarrhea. <laughs> I tested positive. <laughs> Four? A- By the way, what are they? What tests are they giving you at the airport? <laughs> uh, we need ass to- <laughs> bugs. I but, had a patch of ass bugs. All right, before we get you on this flight down to the funny bone in Tampa, we just need a pap smear. Okay, perfect. <laughs> oh, boy, you tested positive for twins. <laughs> you, you girl are brego. You are filled with babies. Have a good show. <laughs> I really White need devil. the money. I need the money. <laughs> How am I going to raise these kids? Three dogs, two kids, and one cat named Sam Kinnison. <laughs> these are my th- these are my three dogs, Carlin, Kinnison, and Hicks. These are my two daughters, Wendy Liebman and Paula Pounce. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I had Poundstone in my head. I knew it. Poundstone. Oh my God. I met Poundstone. I was living in New York. You know uh, Laura Prangley? No. She's a comedian. That name sounds fake, fake. but yeah, yes. It's fake. She, she's a serial uh, killer. Laura Pringley? It's a name a girl tells you at the bar. Oh, what's your last name, Laura? I'll look you up on Facebook. Uh, Pringley. <laughs> Sour cream and oniony. But what are you saying? I'm sorry. She used to run the show at the City Winery in New York, mm-hmm. and there were two rooms. There was like um, a, a room on the side that was like maybe like 90 people, and a m- bigger room that was like maybe 200. Is this the one down in like Varick, like City Winery yeah. over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was performing one night. I was in the little smaller room, and Paula Poundstone was in the other room. And the sound kind of traveled a little bit. I-, I was having a good night. I was on, if you will. 
Mm. Just, you know, ripping it up. Dropping straight fire, Dropping son. straight fire. <laughs> beer, beer, beer. <laughs> First alert. <laughs> and the laughter from my room, there were doors that would open that the waiters and waitresses would have to go through to serve each room. And so Ooh. every time the door opened, the laughter would spill out into her showroom. Sick. She came in with her, with her cordless microphone. She had a wireless mic and was still talking to her crowd, but was in my showroom. And her and I had this back and forth. Oh, that's really banter. cool. Yeah. It was. She was like, "I want to know what the fuck is going on in here because I'm trying to perform and I can't fucking hear. It sounds like a lot of fucking fun in here." And so we just went back and forth. It was so crazy because when I was a kid, I used to watch her. Of course. I mean, I grew up watching Evening at the Improv every morning from six a.m. Yeah. to seven a.m. while I got dressed for school. Yeah. That's I, I, maybe another reason how I got into comedy. Of course, <laughs> yeah. you watch those shows. I was a comedy like, nerd oh. for. Yeah, I was yeah. a big fan. Yeah. And it was just weird to have this like moment where Paula Poundstone's screaming at me because the laughter's too oh, much. I got these pink show. I wish I could do her impression. Sure, I wish you could. She's kind of like, she's got like this. She's kind of like. Sean Connery. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> and, but also, doesn't she have like a, a little checkered past with some. Oh, uh, she's got a, she's got a swarthy past. She's got a little uh, check in the old. <laughs> keep her on a fucking tight leash. Yeah, she does. She had like a drinking issue and some issues with her kids. Yeah. Well, that was allegedly, but I mean, I think she was. I think she was no. found like guilty of some shit. You can't even say allegedly at Hannibal this point. Hannibal Burris did a stand-up set about her, and, they yeah, finally and she, her, finally her, her life was changed and ruined. Don't let Hannibal Burris get a hold of any of your information. Um, yeah, it was just this weird moment with Paul Poundstone. I'll have to see if I can find that video. Oh, it's on video. Yeah, somewhere? Laura took a video of, of Paul and I yelling, and then Paul was hitting on me the rest of the night, oh. like, "Yo." By the on way, it. by the way, I just got a new search term. What? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> moms teaching teens. Slash female stand up. Oh man! <laughs> I would love. Oh. oh my! Oh my! Dream threesome: me, Paula Poundstone, Jessime Peluso. <laughs> and, and what's they're Kate, going Kate o- Upton and Paula Poundstone? <laughs> they're going over their eight minutes. <laughs> they're going over Jessime's eight. <laughs> oh my god! Just there for the comedy nerdery and the tits. <laughs> Glories. I'm writing. This, I'm writing this down. I'm writing this down. <laughs> Please write it down. What are you going to do after you leave here? I'm going to fucking X Men, dog. Oh, that's right. You're going to go right to X Men. What little, time's the movie? Uh, the movie's at noon. Oh shit. I'm okay. I just got to drive up there, Drop park, a smark, smoke a joint, <laughs> drive up there, park, spark, and go watch. Park, spark, watch. <laughs> You're sick. <laughs> Nar, dude. Got to get up there, park, spark, and watch. <laughs> Go to the arc, light, spark, light, park, light. Are you, are you high right now? Uh, I think maybe I am a little bit. I just, uh, I didn't smoke this morning, but. You sure? Yeah, why? No, I just feel, I feel like we're both high, but we're not. No, man. We're just connected. Is this weed brain? We're yeah. just connected by our weed brain. We're just, like, that's how you know you're a stoner. It's like, oh, man, I'm having a really good time. Am I high? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think maybe we're just having fun. Oh, okay, we're just having fun. <laughs> just forget that you could do it without weed. <laughs> <laughs> where uh, where can people stalk you? You can find me at John Gabris on Twitter. No H's in John or Gabris. And you can listen to my podcast oh, yeah. on the HeadGum Network called High and Mighty. And Jessime, I would love to have you on I'd my podcast. I'd love to do it. Yeah. I will, I'd love to. I, I will contact you about Con- it. Please contact me. I will contact you about it. You can you can email me at paulapoundstone at gmail.com. It's great that you got that. <laughs> you know, it was tough. She has Paula Poundstone too. It'd be amazing how many things of hers you can get after she loses her children. Guys, top secret. Most celebrities' email addresses are their names just their names at gmail (laughs) just shoot it out (laughs) just try everybody i want you to find somebody who you love in hollywood and just try and shoot them and send them a picture of their kids sleeping yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh god so dark it got so dark got so dark so fast it was fun thanks thanks for having me on thanks for being on you've put me in a mood to want to smoke weed yeah yeah Oh, that's going to be my goal for every guest. It's 11 in the morning in L.A. (laughs) (laughs) On a Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, fuckers. We going up on a Tuesday. We going up (laughs) on a Tuesday. Thanks for listening, Sharp Tongers. See you next week, you freaks. Sharp Tongers, baby. (laughs) We forgot to read the list before we go. So, John Gabris, I would love for you to do the honors of reading my list. So maybe you heard Jessime say 15 (laughs) times, I'm writing that down. Here's the stupid-ass bullshit she wrote down. Finger in the butt. (laughs) Monkey biz. Fireworks BJ. Oh, I remember what that is. Oh, yeah. Memorial Day. Sub column. Crazy guy. Yeah. Massage. Ah. Going up on a Tuesday. (laughs) Dash road. 
Pornhub speech. Oh, Pornhub search. I just can't read. And then we have hot butt mud. Of course, immediately followed by bum cum. Gabris question mark. That's pretty much what it should say on every fucking comedy lineup ever. Gabris question mark. Fagalus. Our bigot dads. By the way, that's the title of our sitcom. You and I, are, you and I are getting married, and both of our dads are bigots. Positive racism, and then Poundstone. <laughs> that's a great list. By the way, Poundstone, out of context, without knowing that we're referring to Paula Poundstone, this could be like Operation Poundstone. Yeah, it could be like it could be your FBI thing. Yes. your FBI search. Guys, it's day two of Operation Poundstone. What's that? Oh, I think we get drunk and molest kids. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we came back for the list. <laughs> Tune in next week, assholes. This is nice. I, I feel, to be honest with you, kind of outclassed. I, uh, a lot of uh, really fun people. This has been a good time for me. I, I, I used to work at the International House of Pancakes. <laughs> Thank you. You set your goals and you go for them. It was a dream. I made it happen. It was the worst job I ever had in my entire life. And I'll tell you something. When people would be rude to me, I would touch their eggs. It's a true story. I just flip them over in the back with my hands a couple of times. They didn't know. I felt better. It worked out. I didn't want to. I had to. It was a terrible job. People complained all the time about the service. And, you know, we weren't slow. The floors were sticky. We were stuck in the back trying to get to the tables. I tried to get a job one time at a uh, submarine sandwich shop. Only they wanted me to take a lie detector test just in order to apply for the job. I said, what the hell am I going to lie about in a sub shop? It's like, do you have roast beef? No. How much is tuna? Thousand. I was raised in kind of a weird family. My mom's one of those really angry moms, just gets mad at obviously everything. One time when I was a little kid, I accidentally knocked a Flintstones glass off the kitchen table. She said, well, damn it, we can't have nice things. <laughs> and she has an emotional range of two things anyways. She's either pissed or she's trying to get you to feel bad for her. Those are her two areas. She told me one time when I was little that this was how she learned how to swim. She said someone took her out in a boat in the middle of a lake and threw her off the boat. And that's how she learned how to swim. I said, Mom, they weren't trying to teach you to swim. I guess when they shot at her, they were trying to teach her to deflect bullets. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.